Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, Mysteries of the Skinwalker Ranch. And I would say among the strangest phenomenon is this occasionally large orange portal in the sky, which appears to open into another dimension. This podcast is brought to you by Canada's decontamination specialists, crime and trauma scene cleaners. Crime and Trauma Scene Cleaners is committed to helping people when tragedy strikes. Their objective is to restore safety to an environment in the most professional and discreet manner possible. To contact Crime and Trauma Scene Cleaners, visit crimescenecleaners.ca. Call 1-866-724-0800, 1-866-724-0800, or email them at info at crimescenecleaners.ca. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett. Welcome to your Monday. Adventurer, traveler, author Brad Olson is standing by to tell us about his recent trip to the mysterious Skinwalker Ranch in Utah. Hard to believe we've been here in southern Greece just a few days shy of a month. At the end of August, we'll be leaving Verga and heading up to Athens for a few days before flying home. And I just heard from Lisa Lyon, my executive producer at Coast to Coast AM, and I will be hosting Coast on Saturday, September the 7th and Sunday, September the 8th. Now, in case you missed it, Occulticon 2019 has been cancelled. This is the event I was to appear at September 13th to the 15th in Holstein, Ontario, Gray County. Again, that event has unfortunately been canceled. Skinwalker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch, is a property located on approximately 500 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah, that is reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO-related activities. Its name is taken from the Skinwalker of Navajo legend concerning malevolent witches and shapeshifters. Brad Olson is the author of nine books, including two in his esoteric series, Modern Esoteric and Future Esoteric. He's an award-winning author, book publisher, and event producer. His keynote presentations and interviews have enlightened audiences at Contact in the Desert, Awareness Life Expo, the 5D events, and dozens of radio, including Coast to Coast, Ground Zero, and Fade to Black, and TV shows, including Ancient Aliens, America Unearthed, and Mysteries of the Outdoors. In August 2017, Brad started hosting his own syndicated radio show called The Esoteric Circle. Brad is a founder and co-producer of the How Weird Street Fair in the Soma neighborhood of his home base, San Francisco. The Chicago native's esoteric writing continues to reach a wide audience while he continues breaking ground in alternative journalism, public speaking, illustration, and photography. He's just freshly back from the Skinwalker Ranch. Here's Brad Olson. How are you, Brad? Hey, Richard. I'm doing great. Nice to talk to you again. How long were you there? 
Well, I was in Utah for about four days, but uh, at the Skinwalk, actually right adjacent to it, can't actually go to inside the Skinwalker Ranch without permission. It's very heavily guarded, uh, monitored, wrought iron fence, uh, trespasser warning. Kind of reminded me of the perimeter of Area 51. Right, right. But I have a friend who owns a property adjacent to it called the Space Wolf Research Center, and I had permission to stay there for two nights and one day, which looks right down into it. And so you were camping out adjacent to the Skinwalker Ranch. Now, let's give people the backstory of uh, this this ranch, which uh, was formerly owned by the, the Sherman family. Um, how big is it, yep. and, and where in Utah is it located? It's located near Fort Duchesne, is the nearest small town. A larger town is Roosevelt. And it's about 1.9 square miles. So it's not terribly huge, but it's big enough to hold a secure area. Yeah, it's about, what, 500 acres? Yeah, that would be about right. Right, okay. And, I mean, many... Wolf is about 20 acres. Many of us uh, became familiar with the Skinwalker Ranch because of my coast-to-coast AM colleague, George Knapp, who co-authored a book with Colm Kelleher back uh, a few years ago. Uh, they went and they researched some of the, the amazing uh, phenomena that are supposedly going on there. Just itemized some of the strange occurrences which have said to occur on the Skinwalker Ranch. Sure. Well, I cover this in my book called Future Esoteric, The Unseen Realms in the chapter on cryptozoology. And one of the possible explanations for the unexplained cryptozoological creatures that appear there may involve some kind of gateway through various dimensions of the universe or through space-time. The most famous location is this Sherman Ranch, also called Skinwalker Ranch. And Skinwalker is a Navajo term, and it was a term used for uh, black magic rituals where humans would turn into an animal, somewhat like the werewolf legend. In fact, uh, the security guard of Space Wolf Research Center came out and visited me one day, just put up a video on it called The Skinny on Skinwalker on YouTube. Was uh, He said that there was just an incident a few years ago where somebody some uh, Navajo or uh, Ute police shot a wolf that they thought was a big, dangerous wolf. They went up to find the body, and it was a man who was naked, who was maybe doing some of these skinwalker rituals. So there is this strange phenomenon of creatures around there, these crypto creatures that are really not in the catalog of zoological creatures that we know of. And the fact that there are these unexplained lights, uh, orange lights, which I did witness on my first night, makes it even more interesting. It is one of these paranormal hotspots, similar to the Bradshaw Ranch outside of Cottonwood, Arizona, and up at the uh, Seti Ranch overlooking Mount Adams, which is 
uh, lights going in and out of the mountain all night. So I, I, I take it upon myself, Richard, to go and investigate some of these locations, and I've been to all three I just mentioned. And I would have to say Skinwalker Ranch is right up there with them as far as uh, unexplained or paranormal and UFO-related activities. And my, uh, my guide who came to visit me, he said just a month ago they had seen a massive glowing orb over the Skinwalker Ranch that then moved about 400 yards and then came back at incredibly high speed. And he said, I've always been a skeptic about all this stuff, but I'll tell you now, after what I've seen, I'm a believer. <laughs> right. I mean, that's and that's the other nick- nickname for this uh, particular spread is is UFO Ranch. And this is something that goes back something like a half century, right? These reports of, I mean, this predates maybe even the Shermans owning the, the, uh, the ranch. Oh, yeah, I think it goes all the way back to Native American times because that's where the origin of the Warren Skinwalker comes from. But the Ute Indians who do have a reservation pretty much on three sides of the old Sherman Ranch, they always looked at this place as like a forbidden zone. They didn't want to go there. They thought it was haunted. They thought the crypto creatures would uh, harm them or do harm to their livestock. And indeed, Richard, we looked around uh, just adjacent to the Skinwalker Ranch and we're finding carcasses of all kinds of animals. There was coyote, wolf, sheep, goat, and also uh, legends of uh, and evidence for cattle mutilations occurring in the area. That A lot of animal carcasses... Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. That's a lot of animal carcasses for such a small area. You want you might expect to find one or two, but you're saying you're finding numerous animal carcasses all in one relatively small area. That's correct. Yeah, and uh, my friend who just purchased this land adjacent, which he's named the Space Wolf Research Ranch, he has only owned it for six months and they've already located five carcasses on his 20 acre land. They haven't gone into the Skinwalker land, but uh, presumably there would be a lot more in there too. Now, when, when we first learned about Skinwalkers from George Knapp, at that time, I believe it was the, the ranch had been purchased by uh, Robert Bigelow and the National Institute for Discovery yes. and the National Institute for Discovery Science. Who owns it now? Well, my understanding is Bigelow. He may still be collecting the research that comes out of there, but it, it is with new owner, and nobody was really sure who. But it, it appears that Bigelow may not be the owner, but is still somehow involved with collecting the data. And uh, he he's quite a interesting figure as well, owning Bigelow Aerospace and the logo for his company is a, a big alien head. And he's on 60 Minutes saying that he was uh, pretty certain that there were ETs that were visiting this planet. So he's someone in the know, being a billionaire in the aerospace industry and also very interested in collecting this kind of data. Okay, so give us the skinny on on what you saw. You mentioned the the, the animal carcasses. You mentioned seeing this large glowing orange orb. Uh, first of all, what do you think that orb was? Do you think that was a craft, or do you think that was some sort of a portal? Uh, 
Well, that that was the uh, security guard who told me about that orb. And it was also witnessed by the owner of the land as well as uh, another person called Alien Dave who does filming out there. They have motion sensor videos and he has come up with all kinds of creatures, orbs, even craft in the six months that they have been recording from this location. What I saw was orange in shape and as I did some further research and also what uh, the security had told me is that the orange color is associated with some kind of paranormal activity this this uh, portal opening or some such type activity and so what I saw Richard on my first night I was there was a bright orange light that was kind of pulsating and then it broke into two and then there was like a a red light between the two and it was just slowly moving across the field, maybe a quarter mile away from the ranch house that you could see down there, but definitely not the lights of the ranch house. And that just sort of happened independently uh, for about 20 minutes and then blip, it was gone again. The next night, and Alan, the security guard was there with me, we saw people with high powered lights all over for an hour, both in vehicle and with handheld lights, just scanning around the same area. Uh, and one, once or twice, flashed their lights up towards us, which was kind of interesting. And uh, they were just, they were obviously looking for something. So the owner of the property happened to call where we were watching this, and he said that there's all sorts of trip wires or sensors out there. And when they detect something physically intruding within the Skinwalker Ranch, the people from the ranch house go out there, not so much to engage, because apparently there have been some incidents where it didn't work out so well for them. So what they do is just try to catalog and photograph whatever it is that they catch on the sensor. Or if somebody's trespassing, then like Area 51, they'll call the sheriff right away and have that person arrested. You mentioned that they had a couple of encounters that didn't turn out so well. Can you elaborate on that? Well, that's what Alan, the security detail, said. They used to try to engage with the entities, and all he would say is that once or twice something happened where there was an altercation, and the person who was going out to investigate got harmed. And he really couldn't elaborate more. He was just saying that this was what he had heard the new protocol was not to engage, but just to photograph and uh, try to find out what exactly it was. And then they keep that in their catalog. So this is an active research site and it's very well locked down. Um, you, you can't even get to the point where uh, you get past this wrought iron gate, but before you get there, there are cameras that say, you take one step over the line, we'll stop you for trespassing. So something very serious is going on there. And if it's just a cattle ranch or doing some kind of uh, farming in the ground, boy, it is one secure location. And you slept there, uh, was it two nights? Two nights, yep. yep. There was a RV, supposedly haunted, I didn't detect anything. Slept very well, no nightmares, or didn't wake up uh, feeling anything was around. 
quite comfortable actually in this RV that they have there on the Space Wolf Research property. And uh, in the time between the two nights, I uh, tried to walk the periphery of Skinwalker as close as I could get, and then also all the grounds of uh, Space Wolf Research to see what else I could find. Came across a couple carcasses. More of my conversation with Brad Olson on the Skinwalker Ranch when Conspiracy Unlimited returns. Life Change Tea. Isn't it time you tried the tea that everyone's talking about? Nothing does what Life Change Tea does. They have no competition. Life Change Tea helps support a healthy body, tastes great, and leaves you feeling refreshed every day. I know, because I've been drinking Life Change Tea from GetTheTea.com for nearly six months, and I've never felt more energized, healthier, or mentally sharper. I want you to experience Life Change Tea and Formula 13 cleansing teas for yourself. So, as a listener of Conspiracy Unlimited, you can use the code word UNLIMITED when making your first purchase and your order ships absolutely free. Get on up to getthetea.com and check out all the great deals going on right now. Remember, Life Change Tea is not available in any stores. Get your Life Change Tea and Formula 13 cleansing teas from getthetea.com. staring up at the night sky. Ever wonder who's staring back? No, me either. But I guess he better say it because of Richard, you know, he's all wrapped up in this stuff. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Author, adventure traveler Brad Olson is here. It seems odd that all this strange activity is limited to this one particular parcel. I mean, doesn't any of the, that activity bleed through onto the adjacent property? I mean, have there been, have there been, I don't know, humanoid creatures seen on the adjacent property where you were or anything else? There have been. In fact, when I was asking the owner of Space Wolf Research where I should be looking and what direction, he said, look all over, look behind you, look above you, look left and right. And I asked Alan when we were sitting out there watching uh, the ranch the second night, uh, why here? Why not five miles down the road? Why not 10 miles up uh, towards those mountain range? And he said it's just something about this area that it is some kind of portal or some kind of dimensional uh, transition point, uh, which often can be this culture throughout the world that anthropologists refer to as shape-shifting and both the Apache and the Hopi tribes in the southwestern states have folk traditions involving travel between dimensions and the Skinwalker Ranch is still to this day off-limits to the neighboring Ute tribe who say that quote the ranch is part of the path of the Skinwalker and they avoid it and when I went into town on the day I was there I talked to a few people about it, and they're like, yeah, we just avoid the place. I said, well, have you ever seen anything? Ever um, talked to anybody that knows about what happens there? And he says, no, it's, it's very private. They never invite people from the town to go in there, and the place is under very heavy security. So uh, unless you're invited there, don't go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is is 
the witchcraft still practiced uh, in the Ut um, nation? I mean, do they still, maybe they don't talk about it, but is it still understood that they practice uh, sort of black magic? They may do so, but it's certainly a select few. Most of the Native American tribes of the Southwest have converted to Christianity, and Christianity certainly frowns upon such activities. So if they do do this black magic ritual that uh, evokes the skinwalker, they're certainly doing it in private, and they're probably not of the Christian faith either. Mm. Now, the first time you and I met in person, Brad, we were doing an episode of uh, Mysteries of the National Park, and we were just outside Albuquerque in, I think it was Chaco Canyon. And um, yep. my the fellow that picked me up at the hotel to take me to location uh, knew quite a bit about the uh, the folklore, and he, he pointed to a particular stretch of road in Albuquerque, and he said, don't go down there. And he talked about people who had disappeared, and the legend was that they had been uh, turned into skinwalkers, that they had been kidnapped and... And um, I guess by, you know, some witch doctor. Did you hear that while we were there? In fact, I met the owner of Space Wolf Research the day that we were shooting, the day before we went out to dinner. And then the next day I met you. He was there to speak about crypto creatures that also appear at Chaco Canyon. Now, about this road, uh, I didn't get that same report that you did, but uh, New Mexico is also a very paranormal hotspot, as well as what we were interviewing on for Mysteries of the Outdoors on Chaco Canyon, that this too was a very prominent location for rituals in the giant kivas there at Chaco Canyon, and uh, could have very well uh, supported some kind of black magic skinwalker ritual. And I don't think these things go away, Richard. I, I think that the legacy lives on, even if the practices may not be as important to the people who started them. And that's why this road that you mentioned may still have such sightings and certainly why Skinwalker Ranch is still under lockdown and, and so private and mysterious that things are still happening at these places. What do you suppose the connection is between the skinwalkers uh, and UFOs? Yeah, that is a, a nebulous connection, but it does appear that there is a connection because, as you mentioned, it's also called uh, a UFO hotspot, or this particular ranch is the UFO ranch with... 50 years of, of odd events happening at the sites and hundreds of incidents being documented, including, like uh, Alan, the security guard said, these orbs, uh, not necessarily physical crafts, but light orbs and other phenomenon occurring above the ranch. And the huge humanoids, are we talking about that have been seen? Are we talking a Bigfoot or something else? The pictures that the Space Wolf Ranch and Alien Dave have collected kind of look like a large humanoid wearing a big cloak, almost like a, a giant torso with skinny legs wearing some kind of tunic over the top. 
as best as I could describe what I've seen on his videos. And these videos are also very uh, evocative of other type of phenomenon that they've seen. And they've actually photographed one of the portals with something coming in and out. Since they're shooting at about a distance of a mile or possibly a little longer, the images are somewhat grainy and you can't make out specific detail. But there's certainly something in these photos that is worth uh, further investigation. There's also reports of uh, creatures, large animals, described as having piercing yellow eyes uh, that seem impervious to, uh, to bullets. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that's another one of the strange phenomenons is that these cryptozoology creatures seem to come out of these portals that are, and these creatures are not of this earth. That is why the term cryptozoology is below the threshold of knowledge of regular zoology. And I would say among the strangest phenomenon is this occasionally large orange portal in the sky, which appears to open into another dimension. As I described in my book, Future Esoteric, in the cryptozoology chapter, at night, blue sky can be seen through it, and black vehicles have been seen entering and leaving the portal. Huge humanoid creatures are seen using their arms to pull themselves out of a, quote, light of tunnel. These creatures deposit themselves on the ground and then walk off into the darkness, and then the tunnel of light recedes and disappears. And that is somewhat similar to what I saw, that this orange double light flared up. There was like a red light in between it, and then it just went away, although I did not see anything come in and out. Um, it appears that there's some kind of teleportation or magnetic, magnetic anomaly that also appears to be an intrusion of alternate realities. And these parallel universes, Richard, are a gateway to higher dimensions are connected to this orange portal. And this portal among a select few others reported worldwide might be the pathway for cryptozoological creatures coming and going into this third dimensional reality. So keep in mind that science says we live within a 13 dimensional realm, that there could be all these other dimensional life forms right here, right now, right in front of us, but we can't see or perceive them because we're so locked into our own third dimensional reality. But maybe through one of these portal zones, they can come and go and manifest in the third dimension. I mean, I left Skinwalker Ranch with more questions than I did with answers. And I'm certainly, uh, likely to go back there again and hopefully for a longer period of time any strange disappearances in that area there have been there have been reported disappearances or people then reappearing quite dazed and confused uh, not knowing what was up or in the case of the person who was a werewolf and woke up as a naked human he was very disorientated didn't realize what had happened so it seems that he had not been a, a black magician, but perhaps a spell had been cast on him, and he was a werewolf, and he was shot, but not killed. So he did have a memory 
of uh, the incident of him just kind of running around in the desert area around there and then being shot by the, uh, the tribal police. And then they were quite as shocked as he was that uh, here's a naked man that they just shot and they swear that they were shooting at a wolf. Were you able to corroborate that story with the, the, uh, the reservation police? No, I didn't talk to the reservation police, and I didn't cooperate with anyone. I'm just uh, reading the story that Alan told me right. uh, the night that we were watching these people searching down there. What kind of equipment did you take with you? Well, I was just shooting with my uh, iPhone. I don't have real high-tech uh, equipment, um, but he had some flashlights and uh, some binoculars, but we didn't see anything the night that we were together, which is unfortunate because the night I was alone, I saw at least three locations with very strange orange lights in them. Uh, the most prominent is the one I described with the two lights and then the red light in the middle. Right. So, uh, I, I wish I had better equipment, but, um, alien Dave, and that's his website. He has some of the best footage and they do put it out on uh, YouTube videos periodically. Did you hear any strange sounds while you were there? No sounds whatsoever, no smells out of the ordinary. Uh, just a beautiful, warm night. And unfortunately, around 11 o'clock, the mosquitoes were getting really bad, and I did my uh, watching from inside the RV, but that kind of constricted my my view. And then, uh, so I was watching these three locations that had lights kind of flare up and then go down again. I went out a couple times during the middle of the night. They were totally gone. So it appears, and Alan said this too, that most of the activity occurs early evening and the time of night that they saw the giant orb was around 11 p.m. Uh, so now that you've been, are you going to... Um I don't know, update uh, future esoteric, or will there be a new book? <laughs> yes, I'm working on Beyond Esoteric, The Ultimate Journey. I think there has to be a mention of Skinwalker Ranch included in that, and that'll be out uh, next year. Terrific. All right, Brad, thank you so much for this. Uh, give us a website where people can track your, uh, your comings and goings. Sure. If you want to follow me and all the projects I'm working on, uh, bradolson.com. That's B-R-A-D-O-L-S-E-N.com. And then my book publishing website, CCC Publishing. That's three C's and publishing, one word, .com. And find me on Facebook, CCC Publishing on Twitter, and Esoteric Series on YouTube to follow my latest, including a video I just put up on uh Skinwalker Ranch investigation. Terrific. Brad, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Richard. Great talking to you, too. Okay, before I say goodnight to the moon over Messenia, I'll be back to tell you a bit about an upcoming episode of Conspiracy Unlimited. Have you checked out my Strange Planet shop yet? We just launched our brand new Nazca Lines merch. Mugs, t-shirts, tote bags, and stickers. I've partnered with a talented artist from Phoenix, and you have to see these cool designs for yourself. The Nazca Lines t-shirts. 
are available for a limited time only. Right now, you can purchase the t-shirts at a special price of $18.50 US, but this deal won't last long. To start shopping, go to strangeplanet.ca and click on the Strange Planet Shop button. Get your Nazca Lines merch at strangeplanet.ca. It's a strange planet. Wear the shirt. Take the journey. Coming up Wednesday, after his plane crashed in Africa in September 1961, JFK called the late UN Secretary General the greatest diplomat of the 20th century. But a new documentary film reopens the cold case and claims Dag Hammarskjöld was murdered. What can be seen on the uh, pictures of Hammarskjöld's body shot after the, uh, the crash, he's lying on a stretcher on the floor of the jungle. And in his shirt collar, you can clearly see a playing card. For a long time, rumors have been circulating that it is, in fact, the death card, the ace of spades. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. Kalinichta. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting.